new music industry podcast, and I'm David Andrew Let's dig in. Today I'm chatting with CEO and founder of Tribefluence, Johnny Vieira. How are you today, Johnny? I'm good. Thanks, David. You're currently managing talent in LA. How did you come to launch a tech company? Um, it was a natural progression. Um, I've been sort of building brands with uh, putting, you know, an artist is just a brand. A boy group or a girl group is a brand. Um, it was just pretty much a turn of a screw to create a product. Um, again, you know, this sounds terrible, but most artists are products or brands. Um, so I thought, you know, what, what would be something where I, I see, you know, millennials and the young movement heading to in the digital world, which, uh, I saw influencer marketing really sort of being the disruptive force coming on. And um, then it was just logistics, finding the right development team and offices and securing enough uh, funds to bootstrap or, you know, invest in my, in, in the business myself. And I've just always been good at designing and building things. Um, not meaning writing code, but just designing a business model. So Tribefluence uh, was sort of a natural thing and just came together fairly quickly as far as designing it, although the actual code build did take about a year. Um, and that's sort of how I that's how Tribefluence came about. Excellent. Now, what are some of the most challenging aspects of building a music career in the digital age? That is a very good question. Um, people, a lot of artists tend to think that they can, um, you know, build a Twitter following or an Instagram following, and that that's somehow going to be their fan base, and, and they've got it backwards. Uh, artists should still focus on the fundamentals, which is great content, great songs, and, you know, if you build it, they will come. Once you have strong material, great videos of, of dynamic performances, uh, once you start posting stuff like that on your social media, um, what you're calling the digital world, then I think, um, well, I know fans and, and, and people will then start to follow you. And that's sort of how you build a career. Uh, I find a lot of people have it the other way around. I definitely agree with that. So tell us a little bit more with Tribefluence and how does it help musicians? Sure. Um, so Tribefluence actually helps everybody. I originally created it with the idea that, um, tri so Tribefluence is the word tribe and influence without the I-N, Tribefluence. We mm -hmm. put together influencers social media influencers um on one side of the platform and then we bring together branders or artists anybody who has something to promote on the other side of the app and what tribefluence does is connect the two originally we started like i say with with musicians who might want to promote a 
single or maybe their mixtape or a show or maybe their uh, band you know, website. And the way it would work is they would post it. And then we, as the Tribefluence admin, would go ahead and, and send it out to the influencers that we had set up previously, all influencers, in this case, music influencers or people people who have a big following of music uh, enthusiasts and they listen to this uh, influencer. We have them sign up to the influencer side of Tribefluence. They log on through their Instagram credentials so that everything's verified. And when a music user comes on to Tribefluence, they would upload whatever they're promoting and then we connect it directly to a tribe or multiple influencers or what they call micro influencers and these influencers share it on their post therefore sharing the artist music to many 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 music enthusiasts and it's just a really fast cost-effective way of promotion or advertising so there's a few things there i want to get into for sure but first how did the idea for tribefluence come about well uh, by the way let me preface that by saying since it did start out with the music category, but it didn't take long for us to realize, wait, we could have hair and makeup influencers and hair and makeup products connect. And we could have auto enthusiasts connect and real estate and food restaurants. So we've got 30 very popular categories that both influencers have signed up on to be influencers of those categories. And also those are the same 30 or so categories that a brand or an advertiser could log on to do advertising in that area. So we do have several different categories. And I'm sorry, was your question, how did, I, how did it get started? Yeah, how did the idea come about? Interesting you say that. Um, the music industry has, has gone up and down uh, for many years now. And I was having a conversation one time at lunch with one of my, I don't want to quite say mentor, but certainly one of my peers, uh, somebody, a colleague of mine, very sharp. And he put the suggestion out, why, why am I just focusing primarily on creating, you know, a record label or a new band or an artist that I promote? Why not consider other things to create? Um, and it really resonated with me. I thought, you know, well, why don't I? I, I like to have my finger on the pulse of what's happening. And um, I did see this movement of, you know, influencer marketing, influencers doing, you know, uh, influencing, I guess, lack of a better word. And um, I sat down with a pencil and paper and did what's called wireframing, even though there's modern, you know, computer templates wireframing is just basically you have the shape of the phone and you're just basically filling in sort of some basic functionality of what it would be doing. So I drew out about 12 uh, wireframes and just from beginning to end put in the functionality of the other words, here's where the user would sign up. Okay, then they would click okay, it goes to this next thing. So it all pretty much came to me similar to the way you hear, um, you know, some of the better songwriters talk about a song just came to them and they just wrote it out within 10 minutes. Um, Tribefluence just came to me right away. And to this day, when you look at my early draftings, 
that's pretty much the app. Of course, since then we, you know, we do constant analyzing of the data and, and data testing and, and make little tweaks here and there for a better user experience. But for the most part, that was the birth of it. Um, I just drafted it out thinking that um, people would want access to uh, influencers without having to go through Instagram and pay for an Instagram sponsored ad. And I thought, wouldn't that be great if users could just simply get direct access, of course, through Trifluence, but uh, we, we charge the advertiser maybe 20% of what Instagram charges them for the exact same thing. It's the same thing. The, the, the ad goes right on the Instagram influencers wall the same way it would if I was a user paying Instagram for a sponsored ad. So that's, uh, that's how it was started and, and that's the model today. Now, some people in my audience might be confused as to influencer marketing as popular as it has become. So how do you define influencer marketing? Yeah, influencer marketing is pretty much a um, term that was coined probably years ago. Uh, people that are popular on, on apps like Instagram and Twitter, mostly Instagram seems to be the standout when it comes to um, these personalities or you know, quote unquote, influencers who have a popular account, excuse me, on, on usually a specific area. For example, we all know, I think it's Kylie Jenner, one of the Kardashian sisters. She's got a makeup line and many people follow her to hear about what she's doing, read about the makeup. So Kylie is a big time influencer, probably the top influencer when it comes to makeup. So you can imagine, and then just trickle down from there, you can imagine she's the most popular, I believe, Kyler, uh, a Jenner Cosmetics or whatever, has about 17 million uh, people following her. That makes her, you know, certainly a top influencer. But there's other areas as well. People who document uh, their travels would be a travel influencer they're putting the pictures and posting content of going here or maybe this cruise or hiking up this you know hill and there's food food influencers people talk about their experiences post about restaurants so that's uh what a influencer is they they create they live a lifestyle they, they and they document it Therefore, people following them are influenced by what posts the influencers posting. So how has influencer marketing evolved over time? Well, that's a great question. I don't think influencer marketing has been around long enough to change too much. I would say the primary, um, the, pri the primary evolution is in the direction that Tribefluence, my app, is completely uh, heavy in, and that's taking micro-influencers, uh, in other words, instead of those big-shot, expensive celebrity influencers like a Jenner or a Kardashian, getting uh, the evolution has, has become uh, where the smaller size, your, your influencers 
for micro influencers with followers of five to 50,000 people, 100,000. Um, now they seem to be an important part of that, uh, of the world of, of influencer marketing. And that's what my app does. Uh, we, Tribefluence, pulls together a tribe of influencers, hence the name Tribefluence. So we pull together when an advertiser wants uh, a brand, they post a brand and they want a million people to see their advertisement or post, we will pull together many micro-influencers who their following all combined would add up to a million people instead of just giving the brand or advertiser one person that is, of course, much more expensive that has a million people following. So I would say the evolution, and I'd like to think we're ahead of the curve on that, is uh, a trending towards micro-influencers being pulled in. And uh, there was a lot less spotlight on them, but certainly they seem to be having their day in the sun now. Let's dig into that a l little deeper. Why should musicians focus on working with micro-influencers instead of collaborating with the big-time social media stars? Well, uh, the obvious thing would be price, of course. Um, yeah. If you were, let's, so I'm a musician, let's say I wanted to promote something. My choice is, so my, in, in almost every single uh, one of my competitors, they have the same business model. Um, I would, as a musician, I would need to try to contact the bigger influencer. Chances are I'd have to tr deal with their agent. Most of these bigger, most of the mid high to, to, to high count uh, larger influencers have an agency that represents them, I would have to contact the agency, make some type of an offer, be much more expensive. The agent needs their cut as well. Uh, they would have to try to set it up with the fancier, uh, bigger influencer who, of course, is going to be more difficult because they've got, you know, um, the, they're getting the bigger numbers. They've got a little bit of celebrity attached. So that's a much more challenging way for a musician to try to have their music promoted by a large influencer. When the alternative would be they come to something like Tridefluence, now they want that same amount of people to see their post, their new song, whatever it is, and they can come on our on our platform and we could give them the same amount of users seeing what it is they're promoting, but we would use several or a tribe of influencers that have smaller following, micro-influencer, to give them the same amount of uh, viewers or impressions, but at much, much, much more cost-effective. I would probably say about 20% 20, 20 of the cost. So they're spending 20 cents on the dollar as opposed to somebody going after a bigger uh, influencer. Do you find there are certain products or services that benefit more from influencer marketing than others? You know, in our, um, what we're seeing in our numbers, and, and we're looking at, at, at the statistics all the time, we're constantly analyzing, we do see more uh, hair and makeup products, health and fitness products, um, but I must say, 
for every, you know, every day that goes by, every day that goes by, somebody will contact us, you know, and in, in one of our newer categories that just will surprise me. Um, for example, recently we created a category called babies, brides, and parents. And this is becoming one of our most popular categories. Now, if you would have asked me a month ago, I would I didn't see that coming. Um, another extremely popular category that's on the rise is active outdoors. We have many, many, many influencers coming on with great following, sharing their experiences in the great outdoors or hiking or kayaking or whatever. So you could see how having a big base of influencers that are active, you could see how that's just a no-brainer for a sporting good products or, I mean, just, the, the, you know, just opens up so much. Um, so I see this surprising me all the time. Traditionally, I would say fashion and hair and makeup. Um, and a lot of musicians as well use it, but, but not, I'm seeing... We're seeing changes every day, so it's interesting. Ask me that same question in a follow-up interview in a month or two, and I'll probably give you a whole new set of categories that have become popular. <laughs> That's fascinating. So you've identified Instagram as one of the primary social platforms for in influencer marketing. Are there any others that have surfaced as having great ROI for marketers? That's a that's a very good question. No, I would say by far. Instagram is the leading platform and there there's the, the second runner up and I'm talking a far second might be something like um, YouTube with like YouTube personalities doing this type of stuff. The reason why that's such a far second place is because you can imagine how complex it would be to get a YouTube personality to video shoot and create a whole campaign on your product, they would have to tape it, edit it, and then post it on their YouTube channel. By the way, you can imagine if you have a YouTube influencer doing all that, you can imagine how expensive that is. So that would be the, the probably the second place uh, uh, platform. And, and, and it is interesting because um, it's certainly helpful when you have a person being videotaped, you know, influencing for you. But again, you're talking weeks probably to get that uh, going. And you're talking about a real high, you know, a much higher price point. Yeah, video takes so much more work to do for sure. Now, right, exactly. I haven't heard of anything exactly like Tribefluence myself, but in your opinion, what makes it stand out from other tools that are available? Yeah, absolutely. No, there's definitely nothing like Tribefluence. We have a proprietary code that we've, we've built this from scratch, and it's the only tool of its kind where influencers create a, a Tribefluence account logging in through their Instagram account. So we constantly have their Instagram numbers, like their followers and how many posts. We constantly have that um, verified 
on their on their profile on their tw- on their Tripluence profile, and also so that the verification process is um, you know, we're the only one with that type of uh, process, and also Tripluence is the only app that pulls together a group of influencers to give sort of a, in fact, our slogan is power of the tribe. So we're the only uh, influencer marketing platform that pulls together multiple influencers. This way a, a, a brand or an advertiser can get their million impressions, but they don't have to pay one expensive influencer with the following of a million people we can give it to them with through 10 influencers, you know, who all have a hundred thousand or, you know, 20 influencers that we pull together in their tribe. So it's, it's certainly the only app that, um, that utilizes this, this kind of uh, functionality. What's the best piece of advice you give to a working musician and how to utilize your platform? I would say probably they could, they could call or email me. I, I've got a consulting company. Um, I would probably want to first speak and see exactly where they're at in their career and then help them utilize the platform in the most effective way. Other words, if they're, let's say they were thinking about uploading a song, but we, you know, maybe the song wasn't quite ready. So, if they're reaching out to me, and again, uh, I'll give you, um, she, you'll, you'll post up uh, contact info. If they reached out to, we, to me or one of my staff, and we could see exactly where they are in their career uh, before they just jump on the, on the app. Um, for example, if the song wasn't ready and they needed some more work, maybe we would, maybe we would steer them into promoting their social media uh, uh, links or a concert date. Um, you know, there's, there's many different ways that a musician could utilize the app. So it's probably best to, to get a, 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 a consultation, you know, free consultation first. Um, and I'll certainly give you all that contact info. Fantastic. Now, just a couple more quick questions. We're speaking to both musicians and music entrepreneurs today. So what's the biggest challenge you've experienced as an entrepreneur? Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to just write off the cuff, say money. It's, <laughs> it's everything. First off, you have to manage to come up with an amazing product, uh, which I think we've done that. You have to manage to self-fund it. That's uh, that's second. I think we've been managing to do that, or what they call bootstrapping. You need the company to start the business model to work, and uh, a need to you know you need to achieve uh, uh, proof of concept and 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 hopefully some kind of profitability. I think we've achieve that i'd say that's about where tribefluence is and then the final hurdle you need to 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 clear equally as challenging is trying to get some type of funding or strategic partners something that can help you scale scale up that is uh they're all challenging they're all equally challenging that these are all 
speed bumps or hurdles that you're going to hit along the way, uh, pr- probably in that order that I told you. So, I mean, God bless anybody for going for it. Um, if I would have known how difficult it was in the beginning of the journey, I'm not sure I would have ever st- set out, but I certainly encourage anybody to follow their passion and, um, yeah, just make sure that you're hitting all the points again, start out with making sure that you've got a great product and, um, the product has to be something that's going to connect with users or you're going to be dead in the water. All the other things won't matter. On the other side of that, what would you say is the greatest victories you've experienced as an entrepreneur? Wow. Well, on my music side, you know, I've made a, a number of pop stars. Um, those that feels good when when you've got something hitting and you're getting a big check. Um, although those checks never seem to go far enough. <laughs> uh, on the startup tech uh, part, you know. I still, to this day, every time I walk into my office, um, and my office is in a pretty nice part of town, and it's a, it's a pretty vibey little office. In fact, one of my walls kind of opens up a uh, French door style to the outside, so it's kind of a neat vibe where I've got an indoor-outdoor kind of office. But uh, one of the main things that I enjoy, um, just the fact that I'm, you know, in, in, in my vibey office and working for myself on a product, seeing the users coming and going and, 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 and chit-chatting with them and seeing the model work and grow is very gratifying to me in, 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 a, pleasant, in a pleasant environment. That's great. Are there any books that have impacted you or helped you on your journey? Um, wow. That's a great question. So I've read everything um, from high output management by Andrew Grove and I other things um, I don't want to mention any of the dummy books but you know startup for dummies I you know there's good good knowledge in that stuff um, yeah I don't I don't have my 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 library in my books in front of me but um, Many things I go online, um, which of course is great because you get just the highlights, but I've read so many quotes from everybody or or watched YouTube clips from, from everybody from uh, Peter Thiel, uh, and Reed Hoffman, who are the guys they founded, um, PayPal and later got involved with, um, companies like Uber. I read and listen, watch things like Sam Walton. He's got Y Combinator, super smart guy. Um, Zuckerberg, I listen and watch things that he has to say all the time. So I would say as important as books are, and I do like books, although I'm having a brain fart now with titles, um, just jump on and search, you know, go on to YouTube and just uh, watch clips of these guys talking, whether it's a TED Talk or a, um, a podcast. I think Reed Hoffman uh, has a show called Scaling Up or something like that. So I'm sure your listeners can um, you know, Google search these topics like uh, startup founder you know, talks or um, Travis, for example, uh, the founder of Uber. 
does a lot of great things. Um, yeah, so I I just try to get everything I can. The internet just got, has so much content available. Um, yeah, there's 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 more videos that you can watch and articles to read on the internet about this subject than anybody would ever have time for in one lifetime. Absolutely. Plenty of resources out there and podcast being one of my favorite for sure. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for your time and generosity, Johnny. Is there anything else I should have asked? Nope. I think um, if your listeners have any questions, they can reach out to me. I'm pretty accessible and we'll make sure that we give you guys the, you know, contact info. A phone call is even okay. Sometimes I'm not purely an email guy, but um yeah, we'll give you the links and uh, the info and uh, your listeners are more than welcome uh, to reach out to me. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure to go to musicentrepreneurhq.com for show notes and other goodies and leave us a review in iTunes to help us spread the word. 